This is Sports Best, coming at you like an angry mob trying to get a low-priced TV on Black Friday. That is Larry Earlybird Olson. I'm Andrew. Hit the snooze one more time. Keller, we are recording to you on Election Day, so some of these things might change by the time you hear this tomorrow on Wednesday, but we're bringing you Sports Best up to date as we go. Did I enter the show as sports best or reposted? I don't even know what I'm doing anymore, but how are you, Larry? I never know what I'm doing, so that's how good that works out. Synergy between the both of us. No one knows what's happening, but we're doing it, and we're doing it fast. So this is what we could say about Election Day, which I don't think would change whether you're hearing this on Election Day or the day after, or whenever you're listening to it. You cannot, I didn't know this. Did you know this? That you cannot... Sports books cannot make bets. You cannot make a bet on the sports book on the presidential election or anything election related. In the United States. In the United States. Yes. You I knew that? I did not know that. I'm not surprised by it, but like I just kind of figured people were making their own bets. Like it's not just sports books, it's anywhere. I feel like it's like referees shouldn't be vo- um, betting on games because they affect the outcome and your vote counts. So you shouldn't just, be able to bet. Because so you're saying so nefariously organizations could try to change the vote depending on how people bet it to make money. That's why they don't do it. Yeah. I keep saying that like if I ran a gang and I knew there was a protest, I would say go looting. And if I also ran a gang and I could affect the outcome and profit from it, I might, I might do that. I don't do those things and I don't do those things. Well, I'm glad you explained that to me because I thought there was no really good reason why you shouldn't be able to bet on the presidential election. Like you could bet on Survivor. You could bet on The Bachelorette. But why can't you bet on the presidential election? They can certainly influence that ish, right? I don't know why you can't do it. Maybe in four years I will run for president of the United States. I'm old enough and uh, I'm a natural born citizen. So maybe I'll, I'll run and I will make it a new law. Just to completely clarify this, though, there's no federal law that says you can't they can't bet on the presidential election. But each person that applies for a gambling license in each state has to set their own regulation. So it's state by state, them approving whether you can. And most don't even apply to have like election voting. bets. Yeah, I think it's state by state, because remember a couple of years ago, maybe two years ago, states started allowing it. And that's why these online things have taken off betonline.ag, DraftKings. Um, have been allowing and say and I think we a, a couple months ago we talked about was it Wrigley was going to build yep. Yep. um embedding facility so um yeah but, all that to say yeah. all that to say you can bet on the presidential election in Europe and on some offshore accounts like Bovado and there's some other betonline.ag which I don't recommend by the way because I feel like they're ripping you off do not use any of those things they're really I could, we could go into that at a later date. Nevertheless, Europe and all of these offshore accounts say a billion dollars will be wagered on this presidential election. I love that. So I would guess as long shot Larry, you put like five bucks on Kanye to win because it pays a thousand <laughs> to one. I love, long shot Larry would not take that bet. No, no, Jet Larry. Oh, mm. but think about the stories you could tell for the payoff. Oh, my mm. goodness. Yeah. BetOnline.ag says last week the election had surpassed the Super Bowl in terms of dollars bet and will be the biggest decision in the site's history since the Floyd Mayweather Conor McGregor boxing bout in 2017. Yeah, it's exciting. All these people are going to be 
betting. I read this article and my favorite quote, one of these guys um, that, that runs a sports book said, Donald Trump is quote, the most unpredictable figure in political betting history. And that got me to thinking, who's the most unpredictable person that you know? I think you might be the most unpredictable really? person I know. Yeah. Yes, dude, I'm so honored. Thank you. Yeah, I never know what you're going to do. And, I didn't uh, know we were passing out compliments. Yeah. That's so sweet. That's great. Well, but like, what a crazy title to have. I was kind of thinking about sports figures that are unpredictable. I mean, Dennis Rodman just came to mind. But other than that, like, it's hard to be consistently good and an unpredictable person. Like, can you think of... What's the guy that just signed with the Buccaneers? Brown? Antonio Brown? He seems kind uh, of like unpredictable, right? The who? What team? Uh... Tom Brady Gronkineers? Yeah, Tampa Brady Gronkineers. Tampa, I can never say that. Yeah. In keeping with the election theme, uh, John Gruden, Chucky of uh, the, who are they? LA, Oakland, Las Vegas Raiders. is uh, He's definitely going to vote, but he will not allow us to know who he's going to vote for. I think more people should be like John Gruden. He has a quote. He said, I respect the tough decision America has to make and whichever way the America and whichever way America goes, I'll figure out how to get on the same page. You bet I'll support whoever's in office. I wish that was a sentiment across the board. That would make me sleep better at night. You know, as the person who stacked the show today as the line producer, the reason I <laughs> chucked this story in here. You chucked Chucky in? I chucked Chucky in because if you're the coach of the Raiders, yeah. Can you say who you're voting for, right? Because, like, for instance, like if you say you're voting for Donald Trump, who's not very pro Black Lives Matter, that's just not his bag. And you get up in front of your team, which is at least 50% African American, those guys aren't going to like you if you say you vote for Donald Trump. You almost can't say if you're the coach of a team, unless I you're think, the NBA. I think you're making a good point because that is true. But I think more so you can't say that whether you're going to say you support either candidate, like you're going to alienate a percentage of your fan base and the owner doesn't want you to do that. I mean, I guess you have to get your players to follow you, but also like you, you don't want to alienate your fans for no reason. But so I think that like the NFL is the most neutral of these, right? There's you could like Jerry Jones is on one side versus like the 49ers politically are on another side, but like in the NBA, if you're a coach and you didn't say you were voting for Biden, no. like if you didn't come out specifically say you're voting for Biden, you're probably going to be in some hot water with your players. I think coaches in the NBA have a lot less power than coaches in the NFL. I think the coach in the NFL matters a lot more. LeBron proved that he can fire coaches and uh, he can still win. I wanted to point this out, though, because I love numbers. The NFL is going to take today off. Every single team is uh, not is the day off. So people to, should be encouraged to go vote. There are 1,696 players in the NFL. And I'm going to have to get my pointer out. That is 0.000051% of the United States voting. I love it. 2,000 players are, should go all vote. What, what is the likelihood that NFL players go vote? I, I would guess 60% of them are going to vote. Oh, that's a good number. I mean, I have no concept. But I, I do like this. I've heard other companies are giving the employees a day off to go vote to like make sure people vote i voted today there was no line it happened great I we don't need to get off. into this too much but there is really no reason to give people the day off like voting by ballot dropping it off is so easy this year like there's really no reason to go in 
I agree with that, but I also want to encourage people to vote as much as possible. <laughs> I was talking to Nicole. She has coworkers that uh, have been saying for months that they were going to vote by mail and vote early, and it crept then, up on them. They're like, ah, I forgot to do it. I got to go drop it off in person. Life comes up. <clears throat> Life comes up. Well, let's get to the sports part of this. Week eight in the NFL. Let's talk losers. I know we're sports best, but we got to talk losers. <laughs> the L.A. Chargers blew double-digit leads in their last four games, three of those losses, and the smallest blown lead in that span was 16 points. That means they had 16-point leads and blew it in the last four weeks. The Chargers, they lost again. Um, the Broncos, this was an unbelievable game. Your Denver Broncos came from behind to beat the Chargers 31-30. Let me just say this. I don't. I think the, the coach of the Chargers, and his last name is Lynn, Anthony mm-hmm. Lynn. I don't know, whatever it is. He is the most conservative coach in the world. And they, conservative coaches in the NFL lose. You never win if you're conservative. And the Chargers deserve all of these losses. They deserve? They, they deserve them. them? They literally deserved. Like, this guy gets a lead and then just sits on it and does everything opposite of what they did to get the lead. Would you rather be the third string quarterback for the Cowboys or the LA Chargers? Oh, hell, the Chargers for sure. Because of where you live or because you think the team's better? No, no, because like if you're the third string quarterback of the Cowboys and you have to play, everybody's going to know who you are. But like nobody knows who the third string quarterback of the Chargers is. At least you got a chance to like you suck in anonymity. Whereas if you, the Cow- like everybody knows who the, I mean, I guarantee more people know the third string quarterback of the Cowboys than they do the Chargers. I guess that's because you like being a sniper on the radio. You don't want yes. people to know who you are. Well, I mean, like, I, so I was watching the Cowboys game. It's funny you bring this up. They were playing some rookie that I'd never heard of, right? Uh-huh. And he, you know, he did okay, whatever. But I remember when Tony Romo, the very first game, Tony Romo came into a game for the Cowboys and nobody knew who he was either. Like, who's this guy? And with Dak Prescott. To a, to a lesser degree with Dak Prescott, because I feel like nobody knew Tony Rowe. He played like at Southwest Iowa State, somewhere nobody had heard of. Yeah. And he comes in in that game, and I was thinking that the rookie would do that this week for the Cowboys. He was going to come in and light it up, and that's the next Tony Romo. That hmm. didn't necessarily happen. <laughs> but I like when these third 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 quarterbacks get a shot, because maybe they do it. Yeah, or maybe they break their knee. <laughs> maybe they break their knee. That's did you watch the game on Monday though? Did you watch the Gronkineers? I did watch the Gronkineers. I would I want to point out part of the sports best. You are the line producer for this show and you gave up some <laughs> negatives about uh Brady not doing well, but it's been fun watching in real time. I guess maybe not in real time, but week after week, Tom Brady and Drew Brees going back and forth for the all-time touchdown lead because Going into the game on Monday, Brady was trailing by two. He threw two touchdown passes, and now he's beaten Drew Brees. And uh, that's kind of a fun sports best to track this season. I, I think like they're gonna like they're playing a game of chicken to who's gonna play longer. Like they gotta like Tom's gonna come back next year because Drew's coming back next year, and then Tom. Eh. Yeah. I mean, Tom's a little bit older. I was looking at the numbers though. So Brady has five sixty one. Brees has five sixty, and then there's like a huge drop off. Dan Marino is fifth he only has 420 you got peyton manning and brett Favre. i guess these careers are just a lot longer so the numbers are going up high well listen i think it's an arms race and we're all lucky to be a part of it just uh, (laughs) one more quick uh loser um note from me the line producer patriots lost their fourth consecutive game tied for the longest streak ever in bill belichick's tenure the patriots lost to the bills i don't know if you saw this game cam newton fumbled towards late in the game that's one of the reasons why they end up losing 
once again, Tom Brady jumping off the sinking ship at the exact right time. Yeah. Would you, would you rather be, well, I already know the answer. You don't want to do any of it, but would you rather <laughs> win the Heisman and have an amazing college career and then kind of sputter out or have like a, an average NFL career and be an, like, just like have a 10 year NFL career. I think like Eric Crouch of Nebraska, I think he won the Heisman in 2000, 2001. Cam Newton. I don't know. He started, I don't know. I feel like he's puttering out. I feel like I don't like that. Well, so, I mean, I would rather have the NFL career because I'm making at least a million dollars, which is the minimum. So if you, if I, I'd make $10 million if I was a middling NFL player for 10 years, as opposed to what's the most expensive school I get a scholarship to, it's going to cost $60,000 a year. So that's only worth $240,000 over four years versus a million dollars for 10 years in the NFL career. Yeah, I guess that's true. I play or the you, numbers. Or you could be like Tua Tungalova. So moving what? on. His family is winning. I feel like maybe we could change this show from the I love Patrick Mahomes. No, I love the. (laughs) How dare you? We're going to keep it the I love Patrick Mahomes. Yes, thank you. They're doing everything. So I didn't realize this. His family moved to Alabama from Hawaii so they could support him uh, or be nearby. But uh, his brother's playing at Maryland. He won on Saturday. They brought, he led his team, his quarterback, to an overtime win over Minnesota. And then Tua led the Dolphins to a win over the Rams. And um, his parents are just bouncing around supporting the kids. So they're, so they're I, just doing good stuff. Isn't it like they're like at the Maryland game and then they finds out late that Tua is going to start for Miami. So then they have to like, change their plans to go from like Maryland to I don't yeah. even know where the Dolphins played. Like, Either L.A. or – Miami. I mean, I like this idea that they're so supportive of their boys that they like move from Hawaii to Alabama. But at some point, don't you just go like, hey, man, you go, you be you. You go to Alabama. We'll show up occasionally. I don't know. I don't know about this whole all in thing. Well, <clears throat> they're all in because they're be like, hey, we were with, we were with you the whole way. And they become part of the entourage. I think they also <laughs> seem like a very family oriented family. And it's they're like- Mormons, bro. They're Mormons. What does that was have to do? I mean, they're family oriented. You said that like that was a negative. No, no, I'm just saying. Of course, they're family oriented. They're Mormons. They don't drink the Pepsi and they don't drink the Cokes. Larry, this is the I love Patrick Mahomes show. We can't be (laughs) giving negative things about. uh, What's negative? They don't drink coffee. They don't drink Coke. There's nothing negative about that. Yeah. Salt Lake City is gorgeous. (laughs) I agree. Gorgeous city. Uh, Who's been to the temple in springtime? Me. I have. I love the Salt Lake cities. Wow. Salt flats are gorgeous. They are nice. Um, NFL is thinking about expanding the playoffs to 16 teams. That would be eight from each league. And they're thinking about that because of the COVIDs and these games that are being lost. And they're saying like, hey, man, if we knew, lose enough of these games, the only way to make it up is not going to be in the regular season schedule is to just go with a larger format for the playoffs. So I sometimes feel like, yeah, why not have all the teams into the playoffs? And the other part of me is like, doesn't it kind of cheapen things if everybody makes the playoffs? Another way to phrase it is half of the NFL will be in the playoffs, which like that is crazy. I'm like, what what's the point of the regular season anymore? I feel like the NBA has a, a very deep um, everyone's included participation award playoffs, the NFL. I mean, I think this is the competition committee is doing this as a contingency they're planning ahead which is good but i don't know do you do you like this idea 
Well, once again, I'm truly torn because listen, for me, I'm always rooting for team content. I don't really have an NFL team that I like. I root against the Rams mainly. And I basically root against whoever you like as I'm a hater as what we call uh -huh. I'm an NFL hater, but I'm rooting like, isn't it better for like a sports show that we get to have more games going on. So like, I'm like, ah, okay. We get some more playoff games. That's cool. Yeah. I saw this story and here's something that the world isn't talking about enough. So the <laughs> zoom, the competition committee met via zoom. And I want to talk about, Whoever was in charge of Skype for Microsoft, do they still work there? Because Zoom came out of nowhere. It's ubiquitous, ubiquitous. I don't know even how to say that with like anything virtual. How did Zoom do that? And why is no one talking about it? Zoom just got a, it's like Kleenex now and no one had heard of it before. Yeah. Do people use Skype anymore? I mean, I think Joe Rogan does. I see on YouTube, he'll have an interview and like, it, I'm guessing Skype is paying him to have his logo, but Skype was always the video call, COVID yeah. hit, and then instantly Zoom was it. And no one talked about their the moves that they made. Uh, yeah, I, I don't use Skype, never use Skype. I only started using Zoom right before the pandemic, so I was familiar with it. You're right. They should fire whoever the Zoom guy is. I mean, the Skype guy, fire him. Get out of here. You're out. That's all I have to say about that. Cubs for agent John Lester wants to buy you a Miller Lite. He signed with the Cubs, I think, back in 2015. The we don't Cubs, have time for this. We don't have time for it? <laughs> this yeah, has been Sports Best presented <laughs> oh, by Patrick we do, Mahomes. We do, we do, we do. So back in 2015, he signed with the Cubs, uh, John, John Lester. And uh, they're not picking up his $25 million option. And he wants to show his support to his fans and he tweeted that he wants to buy everyone's first Miller Lite at four different bars and as of Sunday he spent $26,000 and almost 3,500 beers for the residents of the greater Chicago area what a guy listen I want to cry I think this is so <laughs> touching and moving but I'm not going to cry for him I'm not going to let you see my tears that's uh -huh. the only reason I'm not doing it but this this story touches my heart Another example of you being unpredictable and me being jaded. I saw that he wanted to buy everyone a Miller Lite and tags Miller Lite. <laughs> He's getting paid on the back end for this. He's not buying these beers. That is such a good marketing maneuver. Whoever came up with this should take over the Skype account at Microsoft. And they can, like, it's, it's so smart. It's the cheapest advertising and everyone's talking about this because it's sweet. Okay, you know what? I'm joining Team Jaded. Shouldn't he have just said, hey, I'll buy whatever drink you want first at those places like a miller light what's that three bucks yeah and he's getting paid on the back end for it yeah he, he did i did like this to to make it seem a little bit more authentic he's like i got a fraud alert on my credit card because i hey spent twenty thousand dollars at this bar to be fair my visa does not flag twenty thousand dollar purchases at bars it doesn't because i know i do that on a regular basis <laughs> at least three times a year i've spent north of twenty thousand dollars you haven't been invited to those events but uh, maybe if you bought, took me to more football games. So do I only get a Miller Lite when I go to one of those things, or do I get something a little more hefty? I'll get you a John Elway, Coors Light. Oh, jeez. You wouldn't even drink a Miller Lite. No. Fan of the show, Ryan Keller drinks Miller Lights. Gross. <laughs> this has been Sports Best, presented by Patrick Mahomes. I'm Andrew Keller, and that is... Early bird, Larry. Oh, Larry. Thanks for stopping by.